We're recording and we keep on recording till we run out of content and we keep it alive and I probably will die until I will never be alive. Hey everybody, welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies starring yours truly, Evan William Crock. (laughs) 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 I swallowed my own name in the middle of that. No, but eh, whatever. Evan William Crockett, and this is my trusty co-host. I'm Josh. Thanks, Josh. We're best friends. A little bit of a question. (laughs) It Whoops. was a little bit of a question. I'm Josh. <laughs> I wasn't sure this time. Who am I? Uh, well, we are best friends, and we've been best friends for arguably too long. Um, and we come together once a week after watching a movie from our childhoods-ish. After we watch said movie, we come together, we talk about the movie, we tell you our thoughts about it. At the end of the episode, it gets a rating of either be kind and rewind or eject and reject, denoting whether it's worth your time or it's simply a wreck. Ha! <laughs> Josh has Whoa, a... That was a- I love that. Oh, thanks. That was a great tagline to finish on. I haven't heard that one before. That was great. I've said that like the last four episodes. (laughs) No, you you haven't? About it being a wreck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I delivered it it with a little extra spice this time. Wow. So you made me pay attention this time. I I really... (laughs) No. Oh, great. (laughs) Yeah, this is a podcast where we don't know what each other is doing. Yeah, we just kind of do things, and then we try to figure out what the other is doing, and then the episode ends. Yeah, and then after 40 minutes, you decide whether or not that was worth it. And uh, whatever, you were probably just like playing a tap mobile game and fucking thinking about cheating on your wife anyway. So Josh, what did we watch this week? I really wanted to talk about a tap mobile game. We watched Airplane. Airplane, a 1980 American satirical disaster film written and directed by David and Jerry Zucker with Jim Abrams, also, I guess, known as Zaz Productions. Um, This Hmm. movie stars a lot of, of classic movie actors, including Leslie Nielsen, Robert Stack, Lloyd Bridges, uh, Peter Graves, and uh, yeah, it's it's a movie. It's a parody of like a disaster film, um, and it's it's. I would I would say that it's kind of distinctly a classic. If you don't know about Airplane, you know I don't, I don't know. I can't help you. Yeah, you just gotta let out a sigh if you hear that from somebody. They haven't seen it. Ugh. This is one of those movies where like it. it I feel like that is a, a good definition for a movie, right? Like, if you haven't... What's another movie that's like that? Uh, where if somebody hasn't seen it, you have to, like, let out a sigh and be exasperated. And kind of, yeah, kind of uh, roll your eyes a little bit. Uh, uh, Star Wars? Yeah, definitely. Well, Star Wars is, is almost an even more violent reaction. Because then it's like, well, you for sure have yeah, that's heard more of, of a, Star Wars. That's like almost an open round mouth. Oh! Oh! Yeah. No. Yeah, that's yeah. like a yeah, it's like a oh, moment. oh, that's the sound. Oh, 
<laughs> oh no! From Kid Picks. Oh no! Oh my God, Kid Picks. Oh my God, can we talk oh, about no. Kid Picks? Oops! Oops! <laughs> oh no! When you haven't seen Star Wars. That was one. <laughs> When are we gonna do an episode about the nineteen like ninety two drawing application kid picks? It's this episode. Hey everybody, welcome to Drawing on Your Computer nineteen ninety one. We're gonna talk about kid picks, a program that was created by uh, bored computers. elementary schoolers. <laughs> That needed for elementary school schoolers who thought that drawing was too boring, so they needed a computer program to spice it up. <laughs> We're gonna go to our expert Evan Crockett about kid picks. Hey, it was great. You could fill the whole screen with patterns, and you could select the fill all function and make the whole thing yellow, except for one little dot that you could never figure out how it didn't turn yellow. Also, back to you in the studio, Josh. Oh no! <laughs> okay, summarize this Oops. movie, Josh. Summarize 1980s okay. <laughs> airplane. <laughs> okay, airplane, airplane. I got it right here. I had it. Uh, okay, here we go. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna scroll through. Do we have anybody that we know? No, these are all new uh, plots. Ooh, all new go. newbies. <clears throat> here we go. Uh, let's see. For airplane, this is a spoof. Of the airplane disaster movies. (laughs) There's more. When the crew of an airplane... When the crew of an airplane are stuck by some form of virus, the fate of the passengers depends on an ex-war pilot who is the only one able to land the plane safely. And there's an exclamation point after that. The passengers represent a selection of interesting, wacky characters, oh boy, who seem to take every word for its literal meaning. Yeah. Yes, that is. Uh, yep. Who, who wrote that one? Uh, that was uh, Sammy Al-Tahir. Sammy Al-Tahir, thank you so much for that synopsis. Yeah, thank you. That was, that was succinct. I mean, that Appreciate is indeed it. like... 75% of the jokes here are, you know, surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Um, obviously, that's that's probably the one of the most famous lines from, from the movie. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, this movie, you know me, you know I gotta do a little, you know, we gotta do a little homework before we come together and do the episode. Where's that homework music? <laughs> There it was. Uh, that couldn't have been the first time that you called for music, right? I feel like I'm always the one doing it. Uh, it's usually the one you're the one doing it, but now that I like, I don't know. Oh shit! Do I have to make the music now? Oh yes, you do have to do oh, it now. <laughs> what was it? Homework music? Yeah. Well, I already made it. You already heard it, so yeah, that was great. Here Josh. We go. You did a really good job. <sighs> yes. Yeah, I guess I'm proud of that. Homework. It was so That's good. Um, well, anyway, so yeah, a little, little bit, of, <laughs> a little bit of homework. And I didn't really. I mean, I knew that obviously this this movie is a parody. It's it's very slapsticky. It's very, 
Um, the humor in it is almost surreal. Um, uh, apparently, there is like one major movie that this is parodying, much in the same way that um, Spaceballs is primarily a parody of Star Wars. This movie really? is... Uh, <laughs> no. Um, this movie has like a movie that it is uh, the most similar to, which is a 1957 movie called Zero Hour, uh, which I I never have seen or even heard of. Oh. Did you ever hear yeah. about that one? No, off my radar. Yeah. So that was like a 19... And apparently it, it, it so closely mirrors the exact plot um, that... The the people who uh, produced this movie, Jerry Zucker, Jim Abrahams, and David Zucker, um, they actually had to like strike a deal with the original production company and and pay them twenty five hundred dollars to um, to do a parody to negotiate like because it's so close in terms of um, plot and structure that it is. They they bought the rights to do a quote unquote remake of the movie. Oh. So in a in a way, this is like this is a remake. I don't know. That's that's kind of like the boring part. But I, I just thought that that was kind of interesting. That like there's another movie out there that is at at this point now that movie is considered like the serious version of Airplane because this movie is of course oh. so much more ubiquitously known. Um, Serious Airplane! Oh, oh yeah! Wait, <laughs> fuck! I, do I gotta make that song too? <laughs> no, you, if you say it, then I don't know how this oh, works. I'm sure that I've, I've... No, there's no rhyme or reason. We shouldn't start now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why, why start now? Um... The only other uh, kind of thing that was really interesting to me about the the production of this movie was um, the casting of Leslie Nielsen. So uh, a lot of a lot of people who watch um, com maybe had watched comedies from the eighties, nineties, and even early two thousands um, know Leslie Nielsen primarily as a comedic actor. But this yeah. this role was actually his first comedic role. Did you know that? You know, I, I feel like I knew that at one point in time, like somebody told me that, but I, I, I had forgotten it until now. Yeah. But that doesn't really surprise me, like looking at his role and it, it's like one of those ones where it's not their main role, but he completely kills it. Oh yeah. He, he totally, I feel like sets the, sets the tone for most of the dry humor in this movie. Um, but apparently at the time when this came out, it was, it was like him being cast totally against type. Much like they did with Robert De Niro in, like, Meet the Parents, for example. Oh. Weird. Like, because this is, like, the quintessential Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, I mean, this is this is really what I think jump-started the, the latter half of, of his career. But, um, yeah, really, really interesting. So, did you, uh, did you watch this movie when you were a kid? This, this was a Josh pick this well, week. Yeah, this was a, this was a, this was a Josh pick. I, I did. I watched it more in uh, high school. This is this is a movie right about the time that we started being friends. Uh, oh, really? Our buddy boy, yeah, our buddy boy Byron, who is a mutual friend of ours, that kind of was, I want to say, the ringleader of the friend group. 
you know, very yeah. weird backseat kind of way. He was kind of the, uh, I guess he was the central, it's weird to think about that now, he, <laughs> but he was kind of the He had glue. the house. He had the house. Yeah, he had the, he had the house. He, he had was the, the closest to high school. We could all just walk up there every, you know, yeah. every, after had school, like every day. Uh, he, he got, he got me hooked on, uh, Leslie Nielsen stuff and especially this movie. And. Wow, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I know I had watched it before that, but I know that during high school, like he was all about air, let me show you airplane and like, well, we talked about Kung Pao under the fist Mm -hmm. and a couple of other movies that are very much that dry humor, but a very absurd kind of stuff. Yeah. And. Naked Gun, wasn't that another Leslie Nielsen situation? Oh, yeah, all the Naked Guns. But we didn't really get into those. We mostly stuck to the airplanes, from what I remember. Hmm, okay. Yeah, for me, too, this was definitely... um, It's funny that you mentioned that, because I, I don't think that you and I watched this movie together... But th- no, I don't. Th- I don't think we did. But it was just a, when we started hanging out. Hmm. Well, this one could have easily been my pick as well because I I watched the crap out of this movie with my family. Oh really? Yeah, this one was like a huge. My, my dad just loved this movie. Like, there's so many Crockett. That makes. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. There, Crockett talking. There's. <laughs> there was. There's. How many things of music can we do before? <laughs> Um, at least 10 the, there's a lot of Crockett-Tockett moments that we can you know I, I don't know should we get into them after the break For uh, no it doesn't matter like are, are still things that like I, like I could call my dad and say um, picked a bad week to stop sniffing glue and he would know exactly what I'm referring to oh I didn't have any of those with my family this was not this was not a family pick and that also, I think, makes sense to me. Like, I, I can't really see your your mom or dad liking this movie. I think it's too um, unlikable, if that makes any kind of sense. <laughs> no, it is. It's it's that it's my favorite form of like anti humor. Yeah. Which I neither of them would have neither of them would have seen more than once. Yeah, I think it, I think it's just so dry. Um, that yeah, I, I I couldn't really see that. Um, well, we are going to talk about our current experiences watching 1980s Airplane right after the break. Hey y'all, this is Morgan, your fan club president. Well, I've given it some thought, and I've really searched my heart, and I've decided that I don't want to keep this podcast to myself. I want to share it with you, and I want to share it with other people too. I'm hoping that you will help me spread the word. Please tell your friends and family that they can find Tapes, Tapes, Tapes on Facebook, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or Google Play. Thanks for helping me spread the word. And for now, back to the show. Hey everybody, welcome back from the break. Did you have a good break? I did have a great break. How was your break? Mine wasn't so good, but we'll talk about that after the air. After the air. Hey, <laughs> I don't know what that means. I want to hear about it. I'm going to be waiting. I'm going to be distracted. <laughs> um, so tell me, on, okay, yes. tell me about your, your experience. Because for me, I hadn't seen this movie. Um, gosh... I probably haven't seen this movie since I was like a teenager. 
But maybe in my early 20s I might have rewatched it, but it, it had been a long time. Um, yeah, me too. So I'm, I'm kind of curious as to like how, how you found it. What, what was your reaction to it? I, I haven't watched any... It's funny, when we watched Spaceballs, that was kind of the first movie I'd watched in a long time that was in that genre of early 80s dry humor movies like that broadly. I, had, I, yeah. I haven't really watched a lot of them. And this is... This is the quintessential one. And yeah, I can't remember the last time I'd seen it. Uh, but I watched it on my television. I didn't watch it on my phone on the train. Wow. I watched it I watched it in two sittings. I had to watch like 65% of it and then re then rejoin it the next day. Uh, <laughs> how much more technical can I get? I used both my eyes. I the sound bar was on. Uh-huh. I sat in a folded cross half position. Wow, okay. You know? <laughs> no, keep going. Folded cross Tell me how you, what you thought of it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My, my feelings? That's so raw. <laughs> no, I, uh, you know, I, it, it's fun. I, I have very mixed feelings about watching this movie. And I'm sure yeah. I'd be very surprised if you didn't too, because I definitely did. <laughs> this is this is a movie that it's you can you can point to this movie as being the start to so many different movies and TV shows and franchises in terms of let's take really odd kind of strange like situation humor and make it incredibly dry and take everything literally and like take it to a 10 yeah so much has come from this movie but i'm and i'm watching it going man this is a really good movie like on paper in terms of it's like how all the jokes are stacked against one another and the timing of all the jokes and even the actors their delivery is just it's magnificent yeah uh but but yeah, they the, really the humor they took it very seriously i think they took it very seriously and really the only thing which is the most glaring problem with the movie is the subject matter and the jokes that they make because you essentially like today you have to slap a big warning in front of this movie going this is gonna be fucking offensive <laughs> <laughs> to to everybody to everybody. And I, th- I think that was kind of the point, even yeah. then. Like, they were just like, fuck it. We're going to make an incredibly offensive movie. Whatever. Who fucking cares? Right, yeah. And I- I'm assuming you could get away with that much easier uh, back then than today, just because it's more kind of, it's more socially, uh, such uh, so much more of a social uh, issue in pop culture and everything. But goddamn boy, that, uh... <laughs> There's a there's a lot packed in there. I mean, it starts right off the top with like the intercoms at the the uh, oh at, at the, the LAX airport. Yeah, the, even there's like the white zone is for loading and unloading, and then there's a guy saying something. It's like Jet, you need to stop. I heard about the white zone. <laughs> Shut up and make me a sandwich. <laughs> it's like shit like that. Yeah, they're 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 like yelling at each other. So one one interesting factoid that I, I totally forgot to mention was that the producers of the film, um, for that scene in particular, they were trying to find professional voiceover actors to kind of do that thing where like the the two announcer people get into an argument. 
but they just felt like it wasn't authentic enough. So they actually hired the real um, husband and wife team who did the like voiceovers at the, at LAX and hired uh-huh. them to do it. Wait, so those were the people that do the voices at LAX, at least back in the day? Yeah, like at least back in the 80s, but they were the real people. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> that That's fucking cool. That's why it sounded so authentic, because those people like really were the people who were saying, you know, the white zone is for loading and unloading only. Um, anyway. oh, could you get away with that today? Are there, I mean, or they, I'm sure they've got some kind of NDA saying you can't fuck up our brand. Well, is it a brand? I mean, well, you know, what's it's airports? <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know actually how that would work. But um, mm. anyway, yeah, I feel very I feel similarly about this movie in that like I can yeah. I can tell like it's a classic for a reason, and there's still a lot of moments that work really well that definitely made me laugh out loud. Um, this was one that actually I I watched on the train, ironically, because normally I'm the one who like watches it on the TV and gives it my full attention. But um, I like I I just finished watching this like an hour ago, literally. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I agree with with that sentiment that it's a well made movie. The actors are doing a really good job. The jokes are pretty well paced. Um, you know, for for the time. And they kind of, they, they do that thing in offensive humor. That's the smart thing to do, which is like, they go after everybody, but I, I just don't think that they would be able to get away with some of the stuff that they did in this movie today. Like particularly the, the scene, I think that's the most obviously, I mean, the, the one that everybody might be thinking of is like the scene where the two black guys who are on the airplane and they're like talking jive. And it's and they've got like a whole nother they've got like a subtitle underneath it, um, that's like translating what they're saying and from ebonics into quote unquote regular English, um, but actually the scene that stuck out to me more than that one was when they when they were like when they became mission when Ted and I don't remember the woman's name, um, but when they went to Africa and he was like trying to teach them very basic basketball and then like all of a sudden all these African people are just like the Harlem Globetrotters and they're just like amazing at basketball. <laughs> and it was like, okay, that probably wouldn't happen today. Nope. Well, none of, yeah, that especially all the Jewish jokes, all the gender jokes. Yeah. Like the, the beating, the, that, you lose track so quickly. That one woman who's like being hysterical and then they're all taking turns slapping her to try to make her not hysterical. <laughs> I, hate, I hate to laugh because it, it's just so absurd. It's, it's so absurd. And they do the joke so well. That's the problem. Yeah. You watch it and you're like, oh my God, these guys are geniuses at joke writing, like setting up punchline, all that stuff. I don't know a lot about like the, like the, um, the structure of jokes to like know how to speak to it like a professional, but oh my God, you just know it when you hear it. But yeah, the material is just like you're like, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, it's it's definitely like ooh, I feel I definitely felt guilty a few times laughing at this movie because I just was like, well, I know I shouldn't be laughing, but goddamn, if they didn't execute it well, <laughs> like like the inflatable 
pilot bit. Yeah, where she's blowing him, and then afterwards they're both <laughs> they're both smoking they're cigarettes. Both smoking a cigarette. I think that's actually the part that I remember the most from when I saw this. Oh man, because I I think I think oral sex was still kind of like a little hard for me to understand. Yeah, like even in like uh, even in ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like I saw that, and I was like. Oh, okay, okay. This was uh, this is educational. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it was amazing. Yeah, there some more um, some more quotable moments, or the, one of the other ones that I just thought of, which is again going back to like you would never do anything like this in a movie. Now is right when that little kid comes up to the cockpit, and the the pilot oh, is asking God. him all those questions, and he's like, "So, Joey, ever been in a cockpit before?" And Joey's like, "No, I've never even been on a plane." And then the pilot, like the the next question he asks him is, Joey, have you ever seen a grown man fully naked? Like, why? <laughs> why That's so bad. Oh my God. But it, it's just so absurd and surreal. Joey, do you like gladiator movies? <laughs> Joey, it's so you spend t- a lot of time around men's gym locker rooms. <laughs> this movie is so tough. <laughs> it's so I feel like it's so tough because uh, it is it is a it is a wonderfully made movie. Like yeah. it is so easy to laugh along with it, but it's this movie that obviously skewed the views of so many impressionable people at the time when it came out to like actually buy into a lot of these jokes and a lot of these things like i think back to this movie and go like yeah these are the kind of jokes that you make or yeah this kind of making fun of this group or that group or this group is totally acceptable like they set the standard so it it's so tough because yeah, you can point at this and go like this is really the root of a lot of a lot of evil humor and a lot of like bad shit you can See, really like it, oh hold on artemis get down go 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 good lord oh too activated come that on that was way too activated but the deactivate her I, I guess the the argument there is like is see i don't know i don't actually know that like a, a an impressionable young person watching this movie would <sighs> Like look, look at the 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 two black guys that are on the planes talking jive, and be like, oh my god, that's funny. That is how black people talk. Or would they watch it and go like, that's totally absurd. And like, I know black people, and I know that I can understand what they're saying. Like, it's it's just it's such a they take everything to a ten. Like they exaggerate things so much yeah. so that it becomes absurd. And I I just I don't know like. If that's if that's actually the impact that it had on me, yeah, it's I it's tough for me to say too. I I have a feeling that I probably did when I was in high school. Like I was very loose with racial jokes. I guess that's true. Yeah, I, not as much as not as much as like I probably want to admit, but yeah, uh, right. I definitely I definitely was. Uh, yeah. And, I would That's be willing point. to bet that this this movie this movie definitely played a role in that, along with other stuff. Sure, but but definitely like movies and media like this. Like I really liked that comedian yeah. Lisa Lampanelli, 
And she she kind of did the same thing where she like she made fun of everybody. She made fun of Indians. She made fun of Native Americans. She made fun of Jewish people, black people. Like, w- yeah, they made it okay to do it. Women, men, like they they made it okay to do it. And you you kind of, or at least for me, talking from my own experience, like I I had a very similar experience that that Josh just mentioned, where like I don't know I I I look back to or I think back to some of the jokes that I made the like quote unquote jokes that I made in high school and I just cringe super hard because I was a I was a fucking like tall white cisgendered man and Mm -hmm. nothing you know nobody was going to punish me for saying anything so I could just get away with whatever all under the guise of like I'm just kidding. And, you know, I make fun of everybody. And it's like... Leslie Nielsen did it. Yeah, yeah, Leslie Nielsen did it. Why can't I do it? And I think that there's two answers to that. One is that, frankly, Leslie Nielsen is a lot funnier than I am. Like, a lot of a lot of the jokes that are in this, they're just funnier than if I, than if I say something that's, like, just shocking for shockingness's sake. Um, so... So the math of that is it's okay as long as you're funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, that's it. the, the, that's the it. thing that uh, I think the, so one is it's gotta be really funny. But then the other thing that I, I now kind of believe is that like, you have to be making fun of the group that's in power or you have to be making fun of like like let's take racism like you have to be making fun of the construct of racism itself not like punching down at at brown people yeah that that's just kind of how i like try to operate and i'm definitely not perfect at it there were definitely a lot of moments in this movie where i found myself like holding my holding my mouth in my hands as i was laughing and i was like embarrassed that i was laughing especially because i'm like sitting on public transportation being like oh my god if people if if other people in this train knew what i was laughing at right now like i'd be super embarrassed um, no, no. You you said that you also hadn't watched this since you were somewhere around the teens. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember it being as kind of like? Do you even remember it being like? A, I don't want to say offensive because that, no, you know that that's how we feel now. But it just like it actually making fun of all of these groups. I really didn't. I I just remembered it I being. Don't I remembered it being funny. I remembered the slapstick bits. I remembered it's just part of what you do. It I just remembered it being like j- just funny bits and like and like the quotable moments like I said like most of them yeah. weren't rooted in anything it was particularly offensive it just was like um I mean I guess the I guess have you ever seen a grown man fully naked is kind of offensive because <laughs> but I, even now like when I watched that scene I was like I don't think that he's a predator i think he's just asking really weird questions to this little kid yeah but maybe you know that but maybe that is the joke but i it just seemed like <laughs> such a weird question well, to ask it, a kid yeah it's so beholden to what's happening in that society because you could make that joke and if the context of it is this is something that happens in our society where older men prey on younger 
you know, adolescence, yeah. then like, yeah, it's a joke, but there's something behind that. And it's like, maybe we shouldn't make that, be making that joke. But if it's like, that's not a problem, if that's something that does not exist in the society, then it's like, oh, that's another joke. Yeah, right. And and for me, you know, luckily for, for, my, ex- for my own experience, I never experienced anything like that. So, you know, I'm, I might look at a joke like that as being like, that's just a really bizarre thing to ask somebody. But somebody else who did experience something like that may be like, that is not fucking funny. Like, that's just, that's just not this, a funny joke. This, um, this movie is really, this movie is really made for like the, <laughs> you know, the, the white, like not how to deal with a lot crowd because they're not the target for any of this, yeah. any of this, and it's not going to stir up any bad shit. But then at the same time, this movie has a lot of surreal stuff that, that isn't based on, on offensive humor or potentially, um, like insensitive humor, like like him saying that he's got a drinking problem, and then every time he tries to drink, he accidentally like pours it in his eye. <laughs> like, that that's not hurting anybody, right? No, there's there's <laughs> some very good shtick in here that isn't attacking anybody, and it's really fucking funny. Like oh, when when control hears about this, the shit is gonna hit the fan, and then they pan to a shot of a piece of shit literally hitting a fan. <laughs> I just like the first <laughs> shot of the whole movie where it's clouds and then you see the, the fin and it just goes, da-da, yeah. <laughs> da-da. It just sets the, and it does the whole Jaws right. thing. It sets the tone so, so well. Yeah. I, I guess we liked this movie. Yeah, I guess we, well, I don't know. I mean, well, th- this this is a really hard, I, I didn't think about the rating. Uh, do, did you think about what the rating would be? Dude, I never think about the rating in advance. Well, here we are. Josh, what do you give 1980s Airplane? What are my options? Be kind and rewind or eject and reject. Denoting whether it's worth your time or whether it's simply a rack. Oh, man. (laughs) I have no idea. I'm glad you're going first. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I guess I that know. means Can, we have to eject know. and reject Just... it, right? Like if we're that uncertain no, then, about no. it, doesn't that mean that we have to eject and reject it? No, I've made one hundred thousand uh, customized reviews for this scenario. One hundred thousand. <laughs> Do the math. <laughs> All right, I did it. Yeah, see. I mean, it's gotcha. this movie has a ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's it's lauded Whoa, in a lot. Really? Yeah, it's lauded in. It's almost a perfect movie. In a, in a lot of publications, it's lauded as like one of the top one hundred comedies of all time, and it's like pretty consistently in the top ten. So, sure. From like a historical perspective, the- this movie has a lot of clout. But none of but it's none like of that well- matters because we have our own podcast and we have our own like yeah hey. Here, Evan, come over here for a second. Okay, let right. me let me talk to you. Okay, okay. Come over here. Right. Well, this whole pod, this whole podcast is about like us, you know, thirty-one-year-old eyes, you know, watching it as today. So, man, like, yeah, does it has it aged, or is this just about it being a good movie? I guess I would have Tough. to say that it probably hasn't aged all that well. Because because you couldn't do it now. Yeah. Okay. Here, let's go back to the okay, podcast. All right, all right, all right. All right. Come on. All right. All right. Hey guys. Hey. 
<laughs> Are we really going to not include that part? Uh, what? They didn't hear that. I pulled you aside. They couldn't hear. All right, it. It's okay. like in Shakespeare when you have an, uh, uh, an aside. Exunt pursued by bear. <laughs> All right, give it a rating. <laughs> this is the I most we've ever a, dilly I give it a... I, I give it a be kind and rewind. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go with my gut. <sighs> yeah. I'm going to give it a be kind and rewind. I think it 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 is... With a warning, though. If, 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 well, yeah. Is You need to go into this movie... If, as long as you go into this movie knowing that this is one of the most outwardly offensive like it tries to be offensive movies but if you if you want to watch this movie for just the sake of like how good uh how you know let's see how good of a comedy it is Mm -hmm. like uh in just this type of joke structure like it's it it does it incredibly um yeah i mean it's a classic whether or not somebody would want to watch it today like probably not yeah it's it's really hard to say but i i I gotta. I also gotta go with my gut and just say like. <sighs> I guess I'll also have to be kind of rewind, and and that's just from like my own <clears throat> personal standpoint of like, there's so many things that I remember about this movie. There there is so much that definitely did stand out to me as offensive that didn't stand out to me as offensive at all when I was a teenager. Um, like I I really didn't remember the scene. With, where they went to Africa, um, and you know, I, I guess for me, I keep on fixating on that one because that one was like the worst one to me. Um, but I, there's just so many moments that I remember from this movie, and I know that there's so many people out there who who resonated with this movie and and have fond memories of it from when they were a child, yeah. or or elsewhere. I just feel like. What am I? What am I like? Am I too woke for this fucking movie? Like, no, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> it's no. it's still funny, and that that's just my honest reaction at me. Adam said, "Tapes, tapes, tapes uh, on oh, Twitter." Shit, we're gonna get canceled. We're not there yet. All right. Anyway, we're already canceled. <laughs> Who cares? Um. So, but if you didn't want to watch Airplane. What uh? What would you want to watch? Uh, oh God! Just what's another? What's uh, another like Air- Leslie Nielsen movie? Uh, Naked Gun. I'm just naming a movie. I have any? I don't even remember the Naked Gun movies. I don't remember Naked Gun. Like movies a dry. Either. Uh, I would. Uh, Hot Rod. Oh yeah, with Andy Samberg. Yeah, you know what? I remember watching that, and it's like the same kind—not the same, but like dry humor, taking it too seriously. But I remember it being really—I f- remember laughing out loud a lot, and it not being like not... at the expense of no, yeah. Like, that I think kind of people. I could be wrong. I think that one is I could safe. Be wrong, no, because but... that one came out when we were a little older. I feel like that the the most probably the biggest complaint you could lot against that movie is it might be a little classist. But like, eh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. It was <laughs> okay. it was a fun movie. It had a lot of surreal moments. I I like that movie a lot more than. Um, I don't. know. It didn't really go go anywhere. I feel like, like not a lot of people watched it. Yeah. So eh. go watch Hot Rod. Enjoy yourself, and uh, eat some cheesecake while you're at it. 
Yeah. What about you? What about you? What would you? What would you recommend? Oh God damn it! I thought I was gonna just piggyback off of Hot Rod. <laughs> You're just stealing my. Okay, we both recommend Hot right, Rod. We both recommend. <laughs> no, I I would say. Um, you know what I, I guess I would say is I guess I would I would recommend um, meet the parents. Uh okay. And the only reason for that is because like it's another situation where they're casting against type. Like they've got Robert De Niro, who's this like you know traditional American like you know respected actor, and then he's you know you've got him in a movie where he's asking Ben Stiller to milk his nipples, like. <laughs> yeah 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 that's that's a great well hopefully that's a great movie i haven't i haven't seen that one in a long time that one's definitely a future a future episode but um that's my that's my recommendation um well thank you so much for listening to this episode of tapes 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 i've been evan i'm josh I said that at the beginning of the episode. I know. I don't. Well, I don't know. That's. I. I was like, this is a thing other podcasts do. Why can't we do it? <laughs> I'm not other podcasts. I gotta be contrary. <laughs> I know you do. That's why for no reason. It took and everything in the... your soul to say I'm Josh <laughs> just now. <laughs> Josh, play me a little song on your on your little mouth harp. Oh, okay. Oh Jesus! Oh, when you whoa, what? What happened? Okay, that was the song. Thanks, everybody. Jesus we'll Christ! Okay, bye. I'm gonna go clean out my bye. ears of all the blood.